On today's episode, Mercedes is back in black. Kimi Raikkonen brought his Ferrari strategist with him. And Roman Grosjean once again disappoints the masses. everybody and welcome to copy that mate i am your host ben sheets and i am taking this on solo tonight javi is out with uh, some wiener problems uh one of his dachshund has a slip disc in her back so she's in a little bit of pain he's staying with her keeping her nice and cozy right now and brandon is off doing dad things i believe uh so you just got me tonight and what a night to be back here we just are back with f1 we are just in austria with the first race of the season uh valtteri botas takes the first win he is now your points leader and beating his teammate lewis hamilton at mercedes so that is a great start as is to the season. Uh, due to current COVID restrictions, we are only racing at a few racetracks this season so far. Um, I don't know if they're playing it by ear, if they're going to be able to add more or not, but I know for sure right now the next tracks, we're doing one more round at Austria this coming Sunday. Then we're going to be at Hungary. We have two races at Silverstone, one at Spain, one in Belgium at Spa classic and then one in italy as well uh some other news that we have going on mercedes has changed to all black livery and all black driver suits which look awesome on track no no word as to if that's going to pulling more heat into the car and cause any sort of overheating issues but they sure look good so i think that is probably all that matters and mclaren has also added some rainbow striping onto the side of their liveries just on the bottom of those side pods there so as a reminder the first two rounds of this bizarre f1 season we have are at austria at the red bull ring red bull's home ring uh, in spielberg austria last year gave us the verstappen leclerc drama at the exit from turn three towards the end of the race where max verstappen ran leclerc off the track uh bumping into him and i think this is really a pivotal point for charles's racecraft last year as he then decided that he was really going to get his elbows out anytime that it that it came down to it and a lot of the other drivers took note of that uh example lewis hamilton when they were at monza i believe and then we're just going to move right into the battles blunders and bullseyes of austria here so who wants to start off oh ben you all right great well all right blunders battles and bullseyes we had a lot of blunders today, mechanical failures going all around. It was plugging every car like it was the coronavirus. First, we had Max Verstappen, whose car got stuck in stall mode after he was messing with something on the steering wheel that his team told him to. And this got Max pretty pissy. He was yelling at them on the radio a little bit, complaining that they told him to change the setting on the steering wheel, which I totally understand. I would probably be saying the same thing. And then next, Daniel Ricciardo retires with some sort of cooling issue in his car. You hate to see that. I mean, one of your favorite guys, you know he's going to McLaren next year, which is going to be awesome. Hopefully, you know, you don't want to see him just show up there and have some kind of Fernando Alonso time and just be driving around with a GP2 engine. More on Fernando Alonso coming up. Spoiler alert. 
And then next on the blunders, we had Roman Grosjean, absolute garbage. He just gets an all-around blunder. He was driving so slowly. He was in the back of the field the whole race. It was pathetic, and it really just makes me feel bad for the Haas team. I don't know how long they are going to keep in keep in the sport, but with these two drivers, there's nothing really that's going to be motivating them or giving them any results to keep them in the sport. Kevin Magnuson is out next. Uh, he is actually not blundering this week because of something he said or did. This time he was out with a braking issue, and it seems like Haas just decided not to put brakes on the car. Um, he's coming up right behind, uh, going into a turn, and shoop, flies right past, right into the gravel trap, no brakes on his car. Typical Haas move. And then next up, we have an issue from Alfa Romeo, who not only is extremely slow this season starting off, but also can't seem to remember to put Kimmy's wheel nut back on uh, as he's going down the end of the, uh, I believe it's the back straightaway or the final little straightaway. As he's breaking into the turn, his wheel just flies off and sends him right into the gravel. So they get, I believe they get hit with an unsafe release because of that. And now they are already hit with some penalty points for the start of the season. And finally, the last blunder of the race. You hate to see it already. George Russell has to pull off and retire on lap 51. He is up fighting. He almost gets into Q2, first of all, in qualifying. That's incredible. An incredible turnaround from the past few seasons Williams has had. And then he has to retire after he's having such a good race. He's almost in a point-scoring position. He is so close. And boom, just with 20 laps to go, has to pull off. I'm not sure the reason why he had to pull off, but oh, I was gutted for that. Don't care about Nicholas Latifi. He had a slow race. It's his first race in Formula 1, and Williams had a terrible pit stop strategy. Didn't double stack, so nothing bad against Latifi yet, but he's on thin ice. And of course, I have to give Sebastian Vettel his blunder for spinning his car going into turn one. No reason for it. Like, either be more patient or don't try and make that move. It just makes you look bad at this point where everything's kind of going down anyway. You don't have a drive next year. I feel for you, but come on. All right, so next we're going to be moving into the battles. Um, Just starting off, in general, it was pretty epic and very strange. Also, watching the... uh, racing point cars fight with the Ferraris at any point, whether it be Checo or Stroll fighting with Sebastian or Leclerc. It was, it was an interesting sight. You're not used to seeing them fighting together. And it wasn't because for the reasons that everyone thought it was going to be preseason where the speculation was just that racing point has copied the Mercedes. It's just the pink Mercedes. Well, as we saw, that was not really the case. They have made a big jump, but they're not just the pink Mercedes and Ferrari has absolutely taken a crap. Uh, they are running slow. They're at the back of the pack. So watching those two fight, that was, that was something that you were not used to. The next battle uh, is the most controversial one of the race. So I'm just going to get it out of the way here. Alex Albon versus Lewis Hamilton. Albon is on fresh tires, going fast, going around the outside of Lewis uh, around one of the final turns. And Lewis gave him a little bit of space, but is still tracking out there kind of into him, even though Albon is a nose ahead of him. And it clips there to uh, the rear tire of Alex Albon and the front tire of Lewis Hamilton. And they clip each other, and this spins Alex out. A total repeat of Brazil last year. Uh, many will make that comparison, I'm sure. Um, but Alex was not happy. He immediately comes on the radio, calls Lewis a sore loser. Lewis is having his hand in the air like, oh, what the heck, man. So 
I, you know, hate to put put the blame on Lewis, but I, I don't think there was any reason that he had to keep tracking out. Oh, similar to Sebastian and Charles last year, there's no reason uh, in Brazil also, there's no reason why they actually had to come together except for one didn't give in and the other kept coming out. So I think it's a very similar situation here, but I really think that this is uh this one comes down to comes down to Lewis. And then the next battle is Charles Leclerc diving deep deep into a turn on Checo on Sergio Perez at turn one and this gets him right into third place uh, so this is the first time he's up onto that podium spot and I don't think anyone really realized that he was making this charge from the from the kind of the midfield up to up to these podium positions and the final battle of the race is going to be Lando Norris uh, with the hard dive uh, into Sergio Perez, who at the top of the hill left the door wide open. I don't think I don't think he realized Lando was actually coming up on him as fast as he was because he goes way out wide for the turn. And as he comes in, Lando is already putting his car right in there and kind of kind of bodies him out of the way. So bumped him out and I don't think Lando was expecting it either I know he came on the radio and was like hey what the heck but that was that was a good pass and I'm glad Lando was able to make it stick without any car damage and finally the bullseyes of the race um not too many bullseyes to go after here the first one got to go to Valtteri Botas it's his first race back um you know he's already struggling with his contract there at Mercedes you know it's hard just being on a two-year deal all the time two-year deal all the time you never know you don't feel very confident in uh in their confidence in you, but man, he set off. He he destroyed qualifying, sets that pole time, and then he is gone from the start of the race. He manages to hold off Lewis that whole race. He's even ignoring team orders. They keep telling them to stay off the curbs, but you know, Valtteri's gotta do what he's gotta do to get this win. The next bullseye is going to be to Charles Leclerc, or for Charles Leclerc. I have no idea how he drags that dead horse to second place. I mean, they were nowhere in qualifying. He didn't, I think he qualified seventh. I mean, absolutely terrible. And he somehow manages to take this car up to second place. So good on you, Charles. You get this bullseye. And my final and most important bullseye, of course, is Lando Norris. That guy just got third place, his first Formula One podium, first for McLaren and I don't know how long. So what an epic day for him. Gets up on there, gets up on the podium, just dumps the champagne on himself. Pure joy coming out of Lando, that that childish enjoyment. Had a funny tweet after uh, after the race where he said, uh, yeah, it's just, just crazy how I've just, a couple weeks ago I was a Twitch streamer and now I'm a Formula One podium podium sitter. So he's a funny guy. So congratulations, Lando. That was awesome. And then just a couple interesting bits that uh, took note of throughout the race. Lando Norris on lap 40 was in 12th position. I don't think anyone was looking at him to actually move into a podium spot. Uh, with 23 laps to go, Mercedes uh, told both of their drivers that they have a gearbox sensor issue and they were at critical. They needed to stay off the curbs. And so what do they do? Immediately race harder, go on more curbs. Classic strategy. Uh, or a penalty uh, for the collision with Alex Albon, uh, giving Perez a podium spot back. But Perez was given a penalty for speeding in pit lane and then was out of that podium spot as well. In Formula One news, it looks like Fernando Alonso himself will be coming back to partner with, I don't know, I guess Ocon at Renault in 2021 with uh, Daniel Ricciardo leaving. I don't know how well it's going to go. Renault are already not competitive, 
and uh, Fernando has always made terrible team choices after he left Renault the first time, so this might be a dumpster fire, or, you know, maybe it could be another world championship, but I think the, uh, I think the first one is a little more likely. All right, and since we have finally started F1 racing again, we can actually get to the CTM Beer League and Fantasy Formula One. So uh, we, the three of us all have, have a team entered. Uh, you can join at fantasy.formula1.com. You can head over to, uh, to Twitter and get our password or the search code to join. I'll also put, it, put a link in the description. Um, but so after, after the first race, uh, High Rick, High Reward is in first place with 180 points. Uh, Emperor Racing uh, is in second place with 167 points. Pickle Ricciardo is in third with 155. Alex Team One is in fourth with 154. And Scuderia de 46th is in fifth place. And that's going to be our top five. My team strolls my daddy um, in sixth place. And then we have Regen Racing in seventh place with 131 points. Thank you to everyone who's joined. Uh, if anyone else wants to join, get in here. We're having having some some close competition going on. So uh, shout out to Dean and Joshua and Jawad and Alex for all joining in here with us. Uh, anyone else, if you want to join, we'll get that in the description for you guys so you can join and do some fantasy of one yourselves. All right, I think that's it for today's episode. The next race is in Austria again. Hopefully everyone's engine works this time. Hopefully the wheels stay on. Maybe Max's car won't stall. And we have a little bit more competitive uh, race. But the crazy races are good too, so we'll see how it goes. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, Like and subscribe to the podcast on all the places you can get podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating. Uh, Reach out to us on social medias. Hit us up. Say hello. We love to talk about F1 uh, and any other kind of racing. So you can follow us on Twitter at CopyThatMate. My my Twitter is at GetBenjamins. You can follow us on Instagram at CopyThatMate and at GetBenjamins11. Uh, Thank you for listening. Bye.